0: Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the show. It's Dave. It's Saturday. February 12th, Super Bowl Saturday, the day before the big game in Los Angeles, where, as of right now, Vivid Seats has reported that 53% of the tickets sold have been to Cincinnati Bengals fans. Keep up the great work there, Los Angeles. Show us that you still should be having professional sports in your city. Please, get somebody at the games other than the fans Of the other team. We got a great show for you. As you could tell, no Wayne today. Uh, No Dan. It's just me. It's going to be a shorter show as we get ready for Super Bowl Sunday. We got news and notes. Um, We're going to do some quick Super Bowl gambling updates for you. And then, of course, a fantasy girl. Now, it's going to be your chance, though, on the fantasy girl. You get to play along at home and and guess your measurements there since we don't have Wayne here to show you how it's done. You got questions, comments, concerns? Send us an email to the Mission Barbecue fan mail l- address, cffpodcast at hotmail.com, or you can use the Mountain Dew Spark fan line for your voicemails and text messages, 414 Also, everything that we're going to talk about today is on the website, cffpodcast.com. That means the fantasy girls up there, the gambling if you if you have legal ability to gamble on the on the super bowl this weekend i have my picks up there you can take a look at them there's a page that says sports investing on cffpodcast.com go there and check that out um, but with that let's get right into it shall we That's right. It's time for the news and notes. And uh, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but uh, this might be breaking news. But Tom Brady, he has officially announced his retirement after complaining that the news was released before he was able to make his announcement via Instagram. The 43-year-old little child couldn't possibly have an actual press conference to announce his decision. He also, prior to the announcement, tried to make everyone believe that he still had not decided whether or not he actually would retire. That's right. Monday on the Let's Go podcast with with uh, Jim Gray and, and Larry Fitzgerald that he does, uh, he tried to make it seem like, oh, no, 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 no decision has been made. And then right away, Tuesday, out comes the Instagram post. And I'm going to ask you this. Who was it that told you this whole man in the arena ego-stroking show by Tom Brady was going to be his goodbye? That's right. It was me. It was me. It was so obvious that he was done as soon as you saw the very first episode of him patting himself on the back on the man in the arena show. Either way, it's been a really long, long, long 22 years of Tom Brady crying and whining whenever things didn't go his way on the field, not to mention the cheating and the protection from the league that he received. Brady is single-handedly, if you would if you wouldn't know any better, and if you just listened to all the talking heads and everything, Brady is single-handedly credited with winning seven Super Bowls and taking his team to 10 of them. Thank you, Jim. Or thank you. Thank you, Tom Brady. Thank you. Thank God you're gone. Go away now, so I don't have to listen to your preening, self-righteous, I'm Mr. Good Guy crap anymore. And with that, we move to this. Jimmy Garoppolo's days seem to be done in San Francisco as the quarterback believes he is going to be traded by the team. The team is hoping to get a day two pick for Jimmy G. Man, how the mighty have fallen. I can't even remember what the what the 49ers had to give up to get him from New England. But uh the question is, where will Jimmy G go? And 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 funny you should be asking that because I'm going to use this as a little segue For your opportunity to take part in our new Where Will He Play 2022 Listener Contest, simply go to the website, cffpodcast.com. On the top of the page along the menu, you will find a header. And on that header, you will see the words Listener Contest. Click on the Listener Contest page, and right there, it'll take you right to the page. Gives you the rules. All you need to do. Include the, the, the player and the team that each of the quarterbacks listed on this page will be a member of at kickoff of the first game of the 2022 season. Include the player name and the team that they will be a member of. If you don't think the player is going to be on a team, enter no team. It's that simple. You'll get one point for each correct pick. The person with the most correct picks will be named the winner. All you have to do, email those picks to cffpodcast at hotmail.com or you can text the picks along with your name and city of residence to the Mountain Dew Spark fan line, 414-520-8249. All entries, all entries are due by February 26 2022. Entries get cut off at that point. Right now, if you go to the website, cffpodcast.com, we have a very meager five entries in there right now. Five. Five whole entries. Now, I, I, I'm not saying we're... We are the Joe Rogan uh, experience podcast here where we have millions of people listening at any one time. But, but I know there's more than five people listening. Uh, a lot more than five people listening. So please get your entries in. It doesn't cost you a thing except a little bit of time to pick the teams where you think these players are going to go. The list of quarterbacks is on that page. Cffpodcast.com. And uh, one entry per person. And here's here's the thing. Let's you know the, the entries are due by February twenty-sixth. However, if a quarterback gets traded prior to February twenty-sixth and your picks have not been yet submitted, you will not get credit for that pick. Except of course for Tom Brady, who is going to be like our bingo free space, you know, unless unless you actually think he isn't retired and he's going to go with another team. But uh, on the next episode of this podcast, which will be in two weeks. We will give you the prize package. It is shaping up pretty well. I think I'm going to call it the Our Favorite Things prize package. That's going to go to the the lucky winner or two winners. If There's a tie. We'll, we'll send out two prize packages, same thing. All right? So that's that. That's the uh, Where Will He Play in 2022 listener contest. But anyways, back to Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers spent a lot of draft capital to move up last year, if you remember, to select Trey Lance in last year's draft. They cannot afford to keep him sitting on the bench regardless of the fact that he is nowhere near ready to take the the reins of the team right now. Lance still needs to get more comfortable with the complex language of the Shanahan offense, and the team seems confident that he'll be able to do that before the start of the 2022 season. Now... I don't know if I'm absolutely correct on this, but I kind of remember them saying that uh, he was going to be ready to go this season. I guess that didn't work out either. Uh, Last weekend, we all got to watch the Senior Bowl and all the speculation that goes with it in regards to who talked with whom during the workouts. Here's the first leak. It looks like Liberty University quarterback Malik Willis was seen talking to the New Orleans Saints. Seems obvious with the, with the Saints not having a starting quarterback ready to go next year. The other team that is reportedly high on Willis is the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is new information, as they were saying prior to this episode of, of the podcast, that they were interested actually in Kenny Pickett, which it doesn't seem to look like they're going to be able to get Pickett because he won't be around when the Steelers make their first-round pick. They would need to uh, make it look like they prefer Willis over Kenny Pickett. Uh, remember, this is all pre-draft talk, and much of this can and will change as it gets closer to draft day. Speaking of Kenny Pickett, according to one AFC executive, Pickett is probably the most pro-ready quarterback in the 2022 NFL Draft. One, uh, or on the other hand, Desmond Ritter also A quarterback available in this year's draft out of Cincinnati looks to be falling down the draft boards very quickly as he continues to show accuracy accuracy problems, especially at the senior bowl workouts. And this is nothing surprising or new to anyone who watched Ritter during the college season this year. Despite his team making it to the college football playoffs, Ritter was very inaccurate with a lot of his passes during this last season. Next item, Jalen Hurts. Reportedly undergoing surgery this past week on his ankle. He was injured back in week 12 of the season. And the team also believes that he will be good to go by the start of OTAs. Speaking of quarterbacks, the Arizona Cardinals general manager Steve Kime is reported to have said that he would like to re-sign Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, one of the quarterbacks on our list for uh, where will he play in 2022. That might be a little hint right here. Uh, the GM say that they want to resign him in Arizona. They would like to keep him around as a backup to Kyler Murray. The question is, will Kyler Murray be there next year? Uh, a lot of talk about that. Maybe we'll get into that in the next episode when I do a little more research on this. Uh, he's shown, you know Kyler Murray, he's the guy that's shown a penchant for foolishly tossing the ball out of the end zone when he's getting pressure during playoff games. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are expected to release Randall Cobb during the offseason. This does not mean that Cobb will not be part of the team next year. By releasing him the Packers, who are between 30 and $40 million over the salary cap, depending on who you talk to, uh, they would clear up just about uh, $7 million in cap space if, if Cobb is released. He could resign with the team for a more team-friendly veteran minimum if he still wants to play. Next, believe it or not, Daniel Jones is expected to be QB1 for the Giants in 2022 according to co-owner John Mara, who said he would be very surprised if Jones wasn't the team's starting quarterback for week 1. Mara went on to say that it is part of a new head coach head coach uh, Brian Dable's job to get the most out of Jones this year. Allen Robinson, however, not expected to resign with the Bears during the offseason. Again, this is Nothing anyone new to most fantasy football uh, GMs out there. Uh, The idea that Allen Robinson was going to be in Chicago next year would be insane. He needs to do whatever he can to get himself on a team with an established quarterback. He should prove to be a valuable free agent this year, assuming he can stay healthy wherever he goes. And in continued bad news for the Bears, Marquise Goodwin is also not expected to re-sign with the Chicago Bears this offseason. Goodwin has speed to stretch the field, and he'll obviously have a cooler market than, say, Allen Robinson, but Goodwin belongs on a roster as at least a reserve speed receiver. And how quickly Rob Gronkowski just seems to throw Tom Brady to the side of the road when it is announced that perfect Tommy has decided to retire. Reports state that Gronkowski has ditched his love affair with Brady in exchange for a potential love affair with Joe Burrow. Gronk said he would love to play with Burrow if he isn't able to play with Tom Brady. Quote, I just love the way he presents himself out on the football field, Gronkowski said of Burrow. In the pocket, he's just so calm and he just slings it out on the field. I just love his swag too. If I had to pick a quarterback, it'd be the young buck, Joe Burrow. Now, if I had to bet, I think this is all BS, seeing as how Tom is retired, I believe Gronk is finished too. Look for Gronk to be back on TV this coming season and not in Cincinnati. And finally, from the crime blotter, Alvin Kamara may be spending some of his offseason this year in jail as he was arrested and charged with battery, resulting in substantial bodily harm. The incident happened last week, Saturday. Reports state that the authorities went so far as to zoom in on tattoos on people in order to identify the perps, and one of those perps ended up being Alvin Kamara. That's it for the news and notes, everybody. Let's get some gambling in for the Super Bowl. Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that i gotta warn you clark they don't play the same games here that they do at them regular casinos that's right it's time for some gambling time to put some money in your pocket hopefully this week this one's tough for me because well there's only one game only two teams and i'm kind of split in fact one of my my big round robin parlay my eight team round robin parlay there's no way i can win all eight games because in fact one of the one of the picks is Cincinnati plus four and a half versus the Rams. The other one, Cincinnati over the Rams. And the one that puts it all into the shitter for me, but I had to take it because it was a good payoff. Any Rams player to win the MVP? Part of my little same team round robin parlay. Um, I also have for the rest of the five in that pick, total made field goals over three and a half. I have Cam Akers for over 64 and a half rush yards. I have Joe Mixon for over 64 and a half rush yards. I have Odell Beckham, anytime touchdown. I have Jamar Chase, anytime touchdown. That's my eight-team Super Bowl round-robin parlay. Uh, Pick it up. You can make it a seven-teamer. If you make it a seven-teamer and all seven picks win, win, max payout, $118,000 on a $1,200 bet. But again, don't bet any more you can afford to lose. And as we always say, it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. I have a couple other smaller round-robin parlays. They're all five-teamers. One is all to do with points. One of the round-robins is a yes parlay, which is first points in the first 529.5 of the first quarter. I have a yes on that. A winner of the game by exactly three points, yes. First play of the game is a pass, yes. Aaron Donald and Von Miller each record a sack. Yes. And Burrow or Stafford, either one of them, score a touchdown. Yes. I also have a performance parlay. I have a stupid stuff parlay. And that one of those is a kick hits the upright or crossbar. That's a plus 320 right there, people. Uh, And then let's see what else we have. For uh, actually one, one of the picks that I'm really high on, I don't even have in my one of my parlays, and that's this one. Here's a little hint for you. Talking, actually listening to a former professional football kicker talk this week. I I learned something, and maybe I should put a little money on it either way. But take the parlay that says the first kickoff of the game, well, the, the, the opening kickoff, will not be a touchback. And here's here's why he said you should take that bet. Um, as you know, in football, each team during the game, they use special balls. They're called K-balls for kicking. Any field goals, punts, kickoffs, it's a special ball. It's not a ball that's used in the regular game play. For the Super Bowl, there's an extra ball, the ball that is used for the opening kickoff. Uh, that ball is a brand-new ball. No one gets gets a chance to play with it, you know, because before the game, the kickers each get a chance to uh, like scuff up the balls a little bit that they're used for the K balls and get to do a little thing within reason to it. Uh, this ball that's used for the kickoff of the Super Bowl, nothing is done to it. It's a brand new ball used only for the kickoff. After the kickoff, it is tossed out of the game and sent to Canton. With that in mind, the uh, ex professional NFL kicker said that. It is going to it is usually difficult to kick the ball into the end zone for for a touchback because the ball is uh, so much different than regular K balls. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Um, no kickoff or opening kickoff will not be a touchback. That's a little thing, and I'm surprised I don't have that in my my uh, bets, but. Maybe I'll get one in there for that. That's it for the gambling, everybody. Good luck. And as we know, after the gambling, we go to the club for the fantasy girls. So here we go. It's actually going to be a little hard to do this, you know, without without Wayne here or Dan here or anybody here to guess the measurements because... All I'm doing is reading you some information, and I'm, I'm going to tell you the, the measurements of the, the fantasy girl this week. As always, go to, go to the website, cffpodcast.com, fantasy girl of the week. You can check her out, read her bio, look at some pictures. Our fantasy girl this week, Cindy Mello. She was born March 2nd, 1995. She's a Brazilian model and social media celebrity. She was born and raised in Porto Alegre, Brazil. Ever since her childhood, Cindy aspired to be a model, and at the age of 14, she made the decision to join the modeling industry. She has appeared on the cover of famous magazines such as GQ, Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, and Elle. She began her modeling career in 2011 and got herself onto some small TV commercials and campaigns. She scored a job on a major project for the sports company Adidas. Since then, she has done work for Levi's, Calvin Klein, and H&M. The Brazilian model and Instagram star stands 5 foot 8 inches tall. She weighs 121 pounds, wears a size 2 dress. She has brown hair, brown eyes, and her measurements are, Wayne, any guesses? Any guesses? Measurements are 32, 24, and 35. She has a 32 C bra. There you go. The first perfect measurement guessing Cindy Mello, 32, 24, 35, your fantasy girl of the week. And like I said, it's a short show this week. everybody. sorry for that, but, uh, more for you on the next episode when we're going to be doing all the news and notes. We'll, we'll regurgitate some of the Tom Brady retirement stuff. Cause I'm sure Wayne's going to have some stuff to talk about that. Uh, maybe by then Aaron Rodgers will have made a decision as to, um, how he decided to re-sign with the Packers. Um, we're also going to start our offseason rookie and fantasy football uh, information download. And I think next week we're going to start, on the next episode, we're going to start with our top 10 fantasy sleepers, or not fantasy sleepers, our fantasy breakout candidates for this season. So guys last year that didn't really do very well, but we think this year are going to be spectacular breakout stars. Those are going to be our guys. Try to do top 10. Might not be top 10, but we'll we'll get there. Breakout stars for 2022 in fantasy football on the next episode. Remember, you got questions, comments, concerns. podcast at hotmail.com is our Mission Barbecue fan line. Also, you can leave us a text message on the Mountain Dew Spark fan line. 414-520-8249. That's it for the show, everybody. Hope you have a great Sunday Super Bowl Sunday um I'm my heart's telling me Cincinnati but my brain's telling me that it's probably going to be the Rams uh either way at least it's not Tom Brady right uh that's it for the show be good